and welcome to episode 125 of the Cowboy Bebop live action reaction cast. I am your host, Sud Sampath, and I'm with me is the professor of Bebop, Matt Gould. Matt, uh, what do you have to say about Cowboy Bebop generally? And we'll talk about all of the Cowboy Bebop shenanigans across all of its various formats, the manga, the movie, the anime, and now the live action special. But professor, what, what do you think? Um, generally, shit. All right. I think, um, generally the best way to describe Cowboy Bebop is there is a title card for Cowboy Bebop that has a bunch of fucking gibberish behind it. You might have, uh, you might recognize it. You might be able to pop it in your mind. It just has like letters and, and okay, a bunch of random my fucking, one of the sayings in that is it says something along the lines of, um, a genre, uh, a genre, uh, a a new genre, something something is. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. But um, okay, I'm starting to lose the image in my mind. God damn it! <laughs> okay, uh, so basically, Cowboy Bebop is a anime that um, I feel like we are very lucky to have. Because do you know like the circumstances surrounding its conception? Uh, wait, so one sec. Are we actually starting with Cowboy Bebop? Because I just said that as a goof, and I thought you just oh. you know, confused. But I'm happy to start with Cowboy Bebop. Do you want to start with Cowboy Bebop? No, we don't have that way. I can uh, find that um, thing I was looking for. All right. Well, I'm gonna pause there. So uh, let me start with my week because I really <laughs> didn't do a whole lot. rewind. What were we winding? Rewind. That's a good. That's a good rewind sound. Do you want to do that one more time? Rip, rip, rip. Oh, good. Yeah. So, welcome to episode 125 of the Rouge One Podcast. I'm your host, Sud Sampath, and I don't know anything about Cowboy Bebop. And I'm with my good <laughs> friend Matt Gould, and we talk about our weeks in video games, movies, and pop culture. This week, I didn't actually do a whole lot because I'm in Utah. I've been spending the past week in Utah in a beautiful little town called Kanab, and it's an hour and 30 minutes away from all of the best national parks, and I've been just traipsing around and having a grand old time. But the one thing I did play is fucking atrocious, and I can't wait to talk about it. Are you familiar with Fatal Frame, Matt? Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with Fatal Frame. Are you familiar with the new Fatal um, Frame game? famously one of the few rated m games on game a uh, gamecube yeah uh-huh fatal frame 2 is so good and wow is the rest it's like it's one of those games that like the one good game in the entire series has like given it an outsized uh like impact i think on the medium because like fatal frame 2 is legitimately scary but i don't think there's been a good fatal frame game since then um but anyway, uh, there is a new Fatal Frame that came out on the Switch, um, and it is a remake, I think, of the Wii U version, and it's called Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater. Um, have you heard about this game at all? Um, I might have known uh, that there was a new Fatal Frame, but that's basically, you know, all I knew. Okay. So do you I don't know what, what system it's on. I don't know if it... Continues yeah, so it came out this... for the Wii U, um, I think initially, and that was like in 2014. And then they released a new version in uh, the you know, on the Nintendo Switch, 
If you guys don't know about Fatal Frame, it is a game where you are trying to fight off ghosts using the camera obscura, and you take pictures of ghosts, and that's sort of how you fight back against them yeah. um, to escape. Uh, wow, this game is complete trash. Is it? So, is it because it's tooled around the the gamepad? No, it's because the women are all hot, sexy teenage anime girls, and they fall into water, and that's why it's called the Maiden of Black Water. And the mm. ghosts are huge, busty Japanese ladies who all wear white shirts, and when they appear, they appear out of the water, and they immediately start having wet t-shirt contests. And it is fucking. And that's all you're doing is taking pictures of wet t-shirt girls. Yes, the working. What's it's made in a made in a black water. I'm gonna look up some screens. Yeah, so Fatal Frame. I gotta made see in these, a black water. I gotta see these bobos. See these big gazangas. Yeah, no, dude, just take, take a look. Oh my gosh, it's not. It's it's exactly that. It's just that any 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 sense of horror is gone. And it's just you ogling these teenage girls <laughs> and being like fucking horny for them. And I and It's kinda like remember those um samurai bikini warriors games? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. very much in the vein of that. And so you could get your upgrade points to upgrade your camera, because as I mentioned, your camera is your primary life weapon against the ghosts. But, like, you could also use it to get different swimsuits and different costumes so that when you fall in the water more, uh, you'll, you'll look even more sexy when you appear out of it. Yikes. There's even a terrible Zero Suit Samus one. It's so upsetting. Yeah, um, yeah let me I see the in. Zero Suit Samus. So, you know. Um, I mean, these, yeah, these games have to exist. Do they though? Because like I've never seen a game that was like legitimately scary and like Fatal Frame Two being a yeah, that's like a actual horror game. Yeah, actual horror game like on par with like Resident Evil or Clockwork, um, or like oh my god, oh my god, Silent Hill. I can't believe I was struggling to remember Silent Hill and uh, and, and like it's devolved to this. It's just so. Have you? Um... It's so shocking. So guess what? No, 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 we're not done here. So, so you get soaking wet, right? Um, there's a meter that determines how scared you are, and it's called the wetness meter. And the more what? wet you get, no, I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> That's just, bad. Yeah, and uh, you know that if if you if you have to control your wetness, otherwise you're going to be more prone to taking damage and you're le- more likely to encounter ghosts in the game if you get too wet. This is one of those games that, like, you're, like, 15, right? And you go and you buy it. And you're like, Mom, uh-huh. it's just a horror game. And then, like, every time you play it, you're just, like, making sure Mom's not, like, walking into the room. As you're beating off. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> just, like, the secret thing you have as a teenager where it's, like... No one knows it's actually porn. Yeah. I I, I have to say, like, who's this for? You know? Uh, like, I, I mean, at this time... Of, I mean, don't they know, have a name for these people? These uh, types weebs? of gamers in Japan? The, like, oh. shut-ins who play, like... Oh, the Hikikomori. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the shut-ins they never leave their homes and they do play these yeah. weird kinds of games but um yep. i have to say like the act of using the camera and like the actual gameplay is pretty well the combat aspect of the gameplay is really fun um and so they still keep that pretty tight uh no pun intended in relation to the tight fitting dresses that your main character wears but holy shit everything about this made me feel like i was on a list i wish i could return the game and yeah. uh, it's devastating that i can't i mean it's a budget game but still fuck off like this is terrible um so you know i so 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 zero out of 10 suds uh probably 15 year old me would have given it 10 out of 10 but that's before I had easy access to inter- like to a computer and internet <laughs> you know, to yeah. just look at porn. It was very um, much in the vein of like D- DOA beach volleyball, but yeah, you yeah. Know. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that DOA extreme beach volleyball. Jesus Christ, man, that that's oh, yeah. a series that's fucking dead, dude. Like, remember when DOA was uh... like a real, real fighting? Well, game? yeah, uh, I, th- I think not they a came game. out with a beach volleyball a little while ago, like a, a new really? one. All right, I need to search this up. I feel like as a fighting game, it's done. Right. It was a like, fun fighting game, though. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it was. It had some cool saying... characters. Yeah, they had <sighs> like one come who? out in 2017. <clears throat> um, ooh, was that the fighting game? Spot there? No, a beach volleyball game. Okay. <laughs> when was the last? I remember they had the the one character who was like modeled off of Dennis Rodman. Um, okay. He was a fucking hilarious. There was the drunken fighter. He was cool. Uh, you know, you could be Ryu Hayabasa. That's uh-huh. fun. Um, yeah, but he's not from Dead or Alive. He's like literally like a guest no. Character. But they, yeah, and they but they put him in all of them. So he's mo- he pretty much is part of it. I guess. Um. Yeah, and then it's just the babes. So uh, I remember Ayane, and I remember Kasame. And I don't remember any right. ones. Tina. But, uh, sure. Um, oh, is Tina the blonde, the cowboy? Yeah. With the cowboy yeah. hat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, I guess Dead or Alive 5, last round, came out for the PlayStation 3 in 2015. Yeah. It's like, cool. Awesome. Um anyway uh the only other thing i wanted to mention was how good tim rogers actionbutton.net review of cyberpunk 2077 is um if you guys don't know who tim rogers is he's a video game critic and he takes an inordinate amount of time uh to release new videos but they're some of the best written videos out there and you can support him on patreon but the best thing about this cyberpunk 2077 is that he was so he struggled so hard writing the review that he decided to write seven different reviews about Cyberpunk 2027, and it's a choose your own adventure. And so when you watch the first video, all the other videos are delisted, and you have to choose one from the playlist. And he says, watch two more, and then come back to the final one. And in total, like out of the I think it's like 12 hours of reviews he's done. You should just be watching about three hours of them, and then that's your review of twenty seventy seven, and it's it's hilarious. Um, I've gotten uh, through a few of them. But... How do you wait? So, like, you watch the first one, yeah, in to- in total, in, to- in total. Yes, it's an hour long. 
the first the and first then review. you and then he lists the other ones and you click them yeah but how do you come back to the other one if you've already watched it what's the point of that you don't come back to the other one you you, oh. you have like a beginning one you choose two more and then you have an end one called like the final verdict oh. um, uh it was cool he he like pretty much kind of liked it um i actually I, you know we did our game i mean it is like low-key a good game no i think i think it is a good game i just think like yeah. you have to play it on pc you know i really enjoyed more more. my time with it i need to mm-hmm. i was playing it on my pc and i was getting this weird audio bug where i was getting this crackling audio man it was just like it would cut in and cut out and it sounded just like like bad cell phones reservice. So oh, I that's just like that sounds terrible. Yeah. I all the suggestions for how to fix it didn't quite work. So I just was like, mm. I'm gonna see if it patches a patch fixes it or something. I haven't come back to it in a while, so I should check that out. Yeah, I mean that's what I've been doing. I played the first act and I really I enjoyed my time on PC and I just knew that like just given the state it was in, I just wanted to settle it have it settle down, not think about the discourse come back to it that's pretty much what tim rogers said he's just like you know if any of this video and like any of this footage looks cool try the game out you'll probably have a good time and i really think it's going to be an awesome game eventually i thought kevin was way too hard on it um i think a lot of his concerns were like about crunch and like about the discourse around it and i think he got wrapped up in it but like at the core of it it's still a good game it's just kind of it's just released broken um which sucks uh yeah, I feel like also they should have um, maybe just sucked it up and not released it for PS4, but they already said they were going to, so that's a yeah, big, totally. like, big, like, oh, well, you know. Or they should 100%. have done better for making it, like, more playable. I played a ton of hours on the PS4 version, not going to lie. Like, mm-hmm. um, I do kind of wish I didn't, like... <laughs> The character I like the most of the characters I've made is on my PS4, which kind of sucks. I kind of have to like remake her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like a lot about that game. Um, anyway, you should watch the review. It's really funny and it's it's really well done. Uh, and just he's just an incredibly entertaining guy, and uh, he writes and creates some of the most interesting YouTube content out there. So you know, I haven't him checked him out Take much, so I'll i'll check him out now yeah um so that's really all i've done like i mentioned i've been mostly national parks zion highly recommend cannot recommend it enough it just feels like you're in a whole different planet um going to the grand canyon tomorrow so yeah it's been a great time um but what have you been up to my dude well if you remember last week i kind of left you on a bit of a cliffhanger oh yeah um I watched almost all the Alien movies. Yeah. Um, so this week we get to return back to the Alien verse, as if I didn't talk about it enough. Uh, we can With talk Alien about Resurrection, the, the final installment, or I guess the final chronological installment, is it's like the furthest in the timeline. Yeah. Alien Resurrections, another yes, supposedly really bad movie that i liked <laughs> um people think I, people are way too hard in that movie i don't think it's that bad i i'm totally with you i i think they just take the initial like haha they just you know ripley clone like that's dumb but it's not dumb because it's fucking sci-fi like yeah 
clones are not dumb in sci-fi it's a thing you know it doesn't have to be like i don't know and um it's really it's really good it has like i i liked it it was like fine like uh i i think it's a good uh alien film it has a b- fucking bonkers ending it does yeah it's one of those where i feel like it's almost it feels a little bit like unfinished almost like i feel like there has to be another mm. one that like <laughs> wraps up that story and that's never going to happen and it's really frustrating yeah but, um yeah i yeah. i didn't mind it so much um like sigourney weaver likes does that role very well um it's got mickey you like Mork, it and he's like Mork. eating up scenery like crazy oh yeah this uh, is towards the downfall of mickey Rourke. but hey i wanted to ask you a question do you like this less than three mm, i think i like it a little more than three mm. um but I, I don't know they're very similar like in yeah terms that's what of i feel quality. i get the, i get them both like kind of confused to be honest i feel like <laughs> 3 ha- could have used a lot more polishing um but yeah um <laughs> the ending was just fucking with the i mean i guess spoilers for alien resurrections movie. that's an incredibly yeah. old movie but i mean if you want to watch it, you should. I mean, the alien movies are good. Um, I th- I had a enjoyed my time watching all these movies. Um, they have just the right amount of like silliness and dumbness and seriousness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. At the end of this one, there's like. Uh, a weird thing going on with Sigourney Weaver's character Ripley. She like uh, uh, has a a baby with the Queen. Yep, and it's this terrifying, human, yeah, terrifying human xenomorph, which and it has these doughy eyes and this silly face, and it's 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 fucking. They did a good job making that freaky as fuck, and the yep. the the uh practical effects were good um how they kill it is fucking cool Mm -hmm. uh just that scene alone is fucking i was like are they really gonna do it oh yeah they're (laughs) doing it um yeah it's a good movie i give it a a solid seven you know yeah it's it's super enjoyable and like the practical effects still hold up like i think the newborn looks awesome for sure it's the best part of the movie Um, um Written by Joss Whedon. Yeah, that was the direction. one. Like there, but another weird thing I noticed about this movie is directed by a very famous French director, um, who did a famous movie, um, Amalie, Amalie. Oh, Amalie. Um, yeah. Amalie. Yeah, and uh, and the direction in this movie is like it's it's good stuff. Like you could tell they had like a a name behind it, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how they got this, like, how you go from doing uh, uh, Amelie to Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Like, that's a wild transition, you know, but hey, it worked Takes out. all kinds. Yep. Um, yeah. So what else did you do besides finishing up your Aliens cliffhanger? 
Um, shit, let me think. I played this Halo game that came out. This oh, yeah. Halo I... multiplayer game that's free to play. Halo Infinite. Come and, on, uh, you, you can't just say this Halo game that came out. Like it's fucking I just, a mobile game. It, it just game. S- sort of like reaffirmed my position that like Halo is like such a meh franchise. Like, there's mm. nothing incredibly, like, I don't really feel much when I play it. I don't, mm-hmm. it's one of those games, I also, like, go into it, and I just don't care if I am doing good or not. I just, mm-hmm. like, I get the big hammer, and I just run around and try to hammer motherfuckers. And whenever I do get a hammer off, that's great. But I might look at my kill to death ratio, and it's like, 12 kills one or 12 deaths one kill that one kill was fun because i had the hammer mm-hmm. um yeah i just i don't know i just dick around in that game like jump on a fucking warthog and just run run <laughs> run try to run people over and shit like i have no idea what the objectives are in any mm-hmm. of the maps or any of the game That's modes funny. <laughs> I just drop in and like fucking you know, and I don't care. People yeah. are probably like, "This guy sucks," and I'm like, "Yeah, I definitely do." I definitely I just, don't give a shit about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I just never really thought Halo was anything special. Um, um, I played a little of this game. I think it's the best. Halo multiplayer in a while, and I bet it feels a lot like into it. Three, am I wrong Uh, in saying that? No, 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 you're not wrong. It feels like it's a harkening back to classic Halo games, and people who really like that are gonna really like it. And I have to say, I kind of agree with you, Matt. I never really loved Halo multiplayer. Like, it's just yeah, it's just meh. You know, it's okay. It's whatever. You know, I mean, it's very standard. I I think like. I think the reason why I put the most amount of hours into like TF2, Overwatch, and Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2, it's like there's like a lot of either like there's classes and like teamwork that you need to have, which I never yeah. really felt was the case in Halo, no. or there's like a heft and a lot of customization, which you don't get in Halo. You just don't. You only like, really you... have to do the teamwork in Halo is when you're doing the like smaller, like, like team deathmatch where it's like 4v4 or something or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. when you need the, the act, but like most of the game isn't that. And then it's going to devolve into sniper shoddy and like playing right. and fucking blood gulch. And you're like, all right, I, I know what this is like. Um, the vehicles are cool though. And I, I do like right. the campaign, but I've, I've always enjoyed the campaign more than I've ever enjoyed. Um, more than I've ever enjoyed the multiplayer. And I have to say 343 Studios has never made a good Halo campaign. Uh, Halo 4 and Halo 5 are not good campaigns. And, uh, you know, I would say that they've still never gotten anything close to Halo 2, which was on our top 100 games or top, yeah, top 100 games of all time. Um, so to my mind, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm grateful I have a Xbox Game Pass because I'll play it for free <laughs> through there. But I'm not going to, not like w- looking forward to playing this campaign. Although it's probably the best multiplayer they've made. So good on them. And people are really happy yeah. about it. So it's cool i mean it's yeah it's a it's it's good that it's free to play it's like you know because like 
you can just pop in and it's like i you know like i said i don't fucking really care that much but if other my other friends are playing halo i'm fine with playing halo you know what i mean sure like yeah. being in the just... voice chat and like fucking laughing about and doing Shooting dumb shit. shit is yeah yeah it's um... not like um and I think the thing that I don't like about the Halo games is uh, the shield system. Oh, the shield regen? Yeah, the yeah. shield regen system. It just, it really, it, it rewards cowardice gameplay. Mm. You know, like someone just starts shooting you. It's just like, oh, we'll just, you know, run around the corner and hide. It doesn't really, like, uh, reward, like... Um, survivability i don't know you know what i mean like well i mean you played call of duty and that it's effectively the same thing like you can right just duck out of the way and you get your health back yeah and then in call of duty they have like you know you can get revived from the medics yes or the people who have the stim packs or whatever the fuck that was but like mm-hmm. i don't if it i feel like the the shield regen or the health regen and call of duty at least in the earlier yeah. ones wasn't so Right now, like, uh, I don't even... I can't even imagine playing a Call of Duty game. Like, you've seen those, like, clips where it's, like, people literally, like, you kill somebody, and then that person spawns, like, literally right behind you, and then that mm-hmm. person kills them, and then you spawn, like, right behind them. And it's just, like... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know... I like um, health packs, you know? Yeah, that's a that's a... That's I'm a game that, like, like that. Styles take it. It feels like it's dead. <laughs> yeah. The health pack. Um, but no, I hear you, dude. Um, so, uh, so I know that we, we spoke this at the beginning, but we were going to talk about Cowboy Bebop. Was there anything else before we go into our Cowboy Bebop uh, session? No. I mean, I've been watching a fuckload of Sopranos still. Yeah. And, me um, that's a fucking great. great, great show. Yeah. I mean, no, nothing more can be. I mean, a lot of things can be said about it, but it's just um, it's it's great. It's a, I like um, uh, like people, actors, and stuff. They didn't really, they don't really um hold themselves the same way that they do when through The Sopranos anymore. You know what mm. I mean? Uh, I feel like I mean, there's a certain quality to the actors in The Sopranos that yeah. is not replicated anywhere else. I agree. Well, and then it goes down to like even just the fact that like the fashion and stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. It was before I don't know everything got different. I don't know. It feels like it's from a before four time. I don't, you know, like even though it wasn't that. I mean, it that takes long place ago. in the 1990s yeah so i mean that's probably what you're feeling right just uh, uh yeah so it. cool so uh at the outset one of our favorite animes i know both me and matt hold this in high regards it yes. might be the best anime i've ever watched uh cowboy bebop has a live action and uh, netflix adaption it's the talk of the town yes um it is uh, the number one streaming on Netflix. Yeah, number one streaming big, thing on Netflix. Big deal. Um, it's big, big deal for an anime adaption, live action anime adaption. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, I don't want to say my feelings because I, I have, I don't have anything all that great to say. But 
uh, Matt, you want to talk about it because you watched the whole thing. I couldn't. I couldn't watch the whole thing personally. Um. So what I began to say at the beginning of our podcast, when I thought we were just diving straight into Cowboy Bebop, um, I found the title card, and and the the quote is um, the work which becomes a new genre itself will be called Cowboy Bebop. And that's sort of like, kind of, it's like um, an anime that is like its own thing, you know, like it's completely, it's, it's completely its own thing. And it, I think it like transcends the median of uh, anime and animation because it's paired with um, like one of the best soundtracks of all time. I mean, like I listened to the Cowboy Bebop soundtrack probably in bits and pieces, a little, you know, here and there every week, you know, mm-hmm. it recently got added to Spotify, which was a huge, huge thing because before that I had to still load up Pandora if I wanted to oh my God. listen to Holy Cows. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it was on Pandora for so long, but not on Spotify. Like, this just seems like, uh, seemed like a no brainer, but, um, Mm -hmm. some of the, like uh, in high school, I was big into, I was part of the jazz band and I was big into jazz. I played saxophone. So, um, hearing this just like, uh, kick ass jazz music that like is better than some of the, best quote-unquote best jazz music you know like Mm -hmm. i i i put this in the same like shelf as like miles davis charlie parker Thelonious monk like these these people like yoko kano and the seatbelts were able to uh for in all intents and purposes a cartoon show Mm -hmm. um create a timeless music like music and and when you listen to the soundtrack there's there's every type of it's not just jazz like there's 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 rock there's punk there's um arabic music there's french there's even a fucking opera song like Mm -hmm. there's there's fucking everything there's electronical stuff there's some weird fucking like like almost like tool synthy shit like for the uh pierre lefeu episode like mm-hmm. his theme and shit like a, it it's it's wild how vast and good that is you know mm-hmm. like you're sitting there you're listening to jazz one track and then the next track it's fucking an opera song you know and it's all fire like um so yeah, like Cowboy Bebop is is a timeless classic. It's you know a ten out of ten anime throughout. Um, like it's so good that like when I was in high school, my jazz saxophone teacher like had sheet music of Tank and NY Rush, and he was this like eighty year old saxophone teacher who listened to music from anime, <laughs> like. Mm. He didn't know it was anime. He just knew it was really good jazz. Um, so, yeah, it's wild. And now we have uh, a Netflix adaptation, which um, the live action 
Cowboy Bebop has been in development hell since like 2009 or something. Like they, they wanted to make this a long time ago. They wanted to do a movie. And apparently Keanu Reeves was attached to it for a long time as like Spike or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that obviously, I feel like those movies evolved into the John Wick series. Like they were trying to get this movie going this cowboy be about movie going and they couldn't so they're like well fuck we're, we still want to do like a cool shoot them up fight them up movie so they like pivoted to john wick i don't know though i don't know like the actual story it sounds reasonable i mean yeah. I, you're right about the <clears throat> length of time it's been in development hell and john wick i mean he's not spike spiegel but he's not too far away you know it's, it's no. not like Spike is a assassin who's walked away from a crime syndicate, and that's yeah. exactly who John Wick is. Yeah. Um. So we didn't get that, which uh, you know we got this instead. And uh, real quick, like um, I I I enjoyed watching this. Um, it definitely was a lot stronger in the beginning, and it kind of like you know, it gets a little weaker towards the end because it tries to do its own thing more towards the end. Um, which, like, I like that they tried to give more backstory to, like, Vicious and Spike and their relationship. And I feel like what they wrote isn't terrible, but I just... The guy who they got to pit, play Vicious, like, that, he just... I don't know. He missed ball he is um, hilariously miscast with the british accent yeah it's fucking outrageously bad um <laughs> he looks like a cosplayer but also <laughs> like he looks like he's cosplaying the witcher though it does like, yeah and i will say like that's the thing that the thing that i dislike the most about it is um vicious just in the casting I feel like they wrote some weird lines for him, but Vicious has like maybe five lines in the anime. Like he's not, he, he's very he's much a like very a very shadowy character. Yeah, yeah. He's very much like the, 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 like the jaws shark. Like he only shows up to fuck shit up. And then, you know, he's very not, uh, forefronted. Um, yeah. In fact, the first scene he's in, he just literally walks into a room and, kills like you don't there's no introduction it's just like there's a guy you know um so yeah i mean a lot of people are hating on this which i i knew was gonna happen regardless um i feel like i sort of knew it was gonna be about this quality you know what i mean like I don't they, know. It's it's so hard for me to tell what the quality is when I'm talking to you about this. Oh. <laughs> like, like I mean, I feel like you really like it, and I, I just didn't really don't. I went into it knowing they probably weren't going to do the um, like heavy sort of uh, you know introspective character stuff that the anime gets into. I knew it was kind of going to be more of a campy, it's, like, let's take the con- the concept of uh, these this crew going after bounties and this 
future rather than it's, just like you know mainlining the story i guess it's just so weird to me like because it feels like it's almost the same as the anime but then they bring like all of spike's backstory to be like the main through line through yeah. the show and it's just incredibly jarring because spike's past really doesn't matter all that much vicious is in five episodes of a 26 episode anime like yeah. he's not really in it at all no um julia's an even less yeah and they're like such big focal points to this show and i don't i don't get it and it i is don't really goofy i didn't particularly i don't particularly like uh julia in the anime um i i think she is uh well she's uh, just like an idea or a concept yeah she's, she's not she's a character yeah um but in the in the live action she's kind of yeah it's very different but that's like i said they're kind of they're going for their own thing which i applaud because i feel like if they just went for like a retread of the anime but it's not that different is the problem like it feels like it's 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 well both too close to the anime and not close enough that's why a lot of people are saying they're they're describing it as it's not a reboot or a remake uh it's a remix uh, that's a pretty good way to put it and uh, i like that, that that fits into the music theme a bit too mm-hmm. um you know things that are positive about it i like i feel like a lot of the cast is great um mustafa the guy who they, I, I, the guy who they got to play jet i don't want to butcher his name um he's phenomenal like you can mm-hmm. Close your, part of it. You can yeah. close your eyes and you can't tell really if that's from the anime jet or the, you know, he does a great job. Um, John Cho for as Spike, he's a, he's a bit of a different Spike. He's a lot more uh, like uh, fun, I guess. He's a lot, you know, he's they're very quippy. Like it suffers kind of from that like guardians of the galaxy like everybody's got to have a quip kind of like we just talk and and quips you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but like a lot of times when it's just like john cho or it's just spike and jet on screen like i like that a lot like their dynamic is great um i have to say john cho is for as ridiculous as he is as an Asian character playing Spike Spiegel, <laughs> very much a Jewish name, um, he's good. Like he, he's just a really good actor, and he's able to really carry it. Yeah, um, I, I, it makes me makes you kind of wonder, like, why has Hollywood been sleeping on John Cho? You know, true. like he's he did the silly movies, the Harold and Gumar movies, and then he was in Star Trek, and that was basically it. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, really good in this um i i'm sorry i i know that we we've talked about this privately but not on the podcast ed is miserable and it Uh, hurts me so much a lot of people got a lot of problems with ed i i just gotta say that like um i think it's doing a good job because ed is an ed we like ed because we are on the outside looking in right when you're watching the anime Uh But yeah. dealing with Ed in real life would probably be miserable. Fucking terrible. 
So like, <laughs> I feel like we're all sort of like, like it's working, you know, like you're rolling your eyes as, as far back in your head as, as Spike is in that scene too. You know what I mean? Um, so I, you know, like I, I applaud that. And like I said, a lot of can change between now and season two that can redesign her a little or it a little bit or, or them. It's kind of not good uh, mm-hmm. description, but um, they could redesign him, her, them a little bit better. Maybe change the hair up a little bit, maybe work on the voice. But like, I feel like in terms of like the body acting it was very much like how ed moves around and shit you know so i don't know if like i feel like people are being very uh over dramatic about the last literal two minutes like it's one scene at the very very end of the show like it's not it's not like something you have to deal with every episode that's true uh, like, we will we'll have to deal with it every episode next season but like i said it might yes. change yeah yeah so it's 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 a weird one so what did you give the first season matt how many mats did you give it you know i'm gonna give it a seven okay because i enjoyed watching it um i'm gonna watch it again because i'm gonna watch it with megan um she watched the first episode. She really liked it. She was like, this is awesome. Oh. She's like, she, she really likes it. She's like, this is great. I don't, you know, like we, we both, she likes anime as well. Like we've watched hmm. through both of them or the anime and the movie, which the movie's fucking great. The Cowboy Bebop movie's great, but, um, Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Like it's I said, the best I, thing it did. I enjoyed my time with it. Um, like I said, I've got like a few quips. I mean, a few quarrels with how they did Vicious. Um, we'll have to see how season two progresses. They're they are obviously going into the the plot from the Cowboy Bebop movie into the second season. Like it looks like there's gonna be they're gonna be introducing that storyline. So that will be interesting how they do that. Um. A lot of people are saying they should get Keanu Reeves to play Vincent, which I think would be pretty cool because it would be kind of like, you know, full circle in a way like Keanu Reeves was supposed to be Spike, but he's back in the property and he's playing the bad guy. Like, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I give the actual anime a 100 out of 10. Like, that is something that is like literally perfect. Um like some people got some problems with uh trans representation um with Gren, but that's what, something really? I, well because of the um there I forget I, what the term is Gren's but like not trans he was experimented on no but like there's the uh I forget I was reading about it and um it's kind of like a trope where like these sort of um I would say like sexual these people who are not on the normal sexual spectrum when they're in media, they often die. I guess that was like what I was reading about. And that was like, I I guess, but like he's Gren, Gren is a man and he was experimented on Mm -hmm. and 
he grows breasts and that's the end of it <laughs> like, yeah. it's not it's not like his sexuality changed or his right. his gender changed like that's I, I hate I hate shit like that like it's just you you willingly do not understand the difference between gender and sex and yeah. like there's a difference between the two and the way that Grant identifies is still as a man he's very bitter about what happened to him right um and that's like a huge part of that arc and if you're not getting that then you are just willfully dense yeah um, and i think they're I, mostly abandoning that for the gren in this adaptation mm. which is whatever you know it's fine anyway but yeah, yeah, I mean, what you, you what what how much of Cowboy Bebop did you watch? Just bits and pieces. I watched, I, I yeah, I watched bits and pieces. Like you didn't um, watch probably, a full episode? Oh no, I have. I watched like the first three episodes. Okay. And then I watched the scene with Ed. I, I honestly <laughs> just kind of got bored with it, to be honest. It, I thought, I thought it kind of just got worse. Yeah. And then I was just like, I don't. There care is. That much a really cool sequence i know like we both really enjoy um really well shot and choreographed action sequences there is actually a really cool sequence in the second to last episode when it's all about um spike and vicious's past and it's basically like spike just tearing through like a gang hideout you know um mm-hmm. And it, it was pretty well done. Well, sh- well, it's like a tracking kind of thing, tracking shot. I don't know. It's I think it's like half tracking, half not. Kind of like how, um, you know, they say seventeen seventy or nineteen seventeen was one shot, but it's clear. You know, it's it's shots to make it appear as if it's one shot there's definitely breaks between it but like there's this pretty good tracking sequence where spike is just tearing through all these gangsters and it's actually pretty cool like it was really good and um yeah cool so like you could look that scene up and be like oh that was good i i will i will um I, i'm not gonna give it a rating because i didn't watch that much of it i just have to say like when vicious is on screen i feel like <laughs> i'm in an anime convention and yeah, it's terrible. Like, um, I feel like his character is gonna be different in the second season. So, like, maybe it's it's a little bit better. But like, yeah, I it, it's just it's something about the way that it's shot. Like, where I think the three main characters, like Faye, Spike, and Jet, are, are really not they're significantly better than I thought it was gonna be. Like when you're actually watching an episode. Mm-hmm. but holy cow i just feel like everything else around it just feels parts of it feel really cheap that's my that's sort of what i would say like it it's something about it looks cheap and when it looks cheap yeah. it looks like an anime convention and when it looks like an anime convention it looks like weapons grade cringe and i don't know if i can deal with that i do think they do a good job of um even though it does look kind of cheap some of the sets and stuff i do think they do a good job of showing off this future that watanabe has painted it's like yeah it's it's this weird like like capitalism hellscape like 
and I really like it, you know, um, mm-hmm. it, it almost seems like a believable path for us, like to get to a place where like, this is like our existence, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, cowboy bebop. Man, music's great though. It has to win an Emmy for like best soundtrack. Holy shit. Yeah. The new, so the good. new music is good. Um, like I, I, that's the one thing is like when I, when they said they were coming out with the live action, I'm like, the only hangup I have for is this, is if they don't get Yoko Kano to to do some new music. If they just copy and paste the old soundtrack into this, it would feel super lazy. Um, they do use a lot of the old soundtrack, um, which is fine because the old soundtrack is like still fucking great. But like, there is new music, and that's that was my big hangup. I was like, if they don't have Yoko Kano, that's all I really care about. So. Mm-hmm um cool let's end the podcast there cool it's ended that was was fun